I want to encourage us as we continue to go through this episode that God sees beyond what we see. In a moment, we may see a situation that is beyond us, above us, and it's hard for us to gain control. But I want to remind us that God is in control. party people you are tuned into another episode of create with kendra a place where you can be inspired challenged and changed every single week when you come to the show when i pull up to the mic we make room to acknowledge black creatives entrepreneurs businessmen and women and this week is no different today's black business that we are going to acknowledge and plug is Hadassah Hair Incorporation. Anisia Ramsberg is the founder and CEO of this booming business that she has been in for 22 plus years. Hadassah Hair is more than a place that you can get them edges laid, them curls swinging, but it is a source of empowerment to all women. Hadassah Hair has products that I know that you would absolutely love. Hair growth oils. These oils unclog pores, stimulate blood flow, nourish and soothe skin and hair. With natural and organic oils and herbs to promote health and growth. With continuous use, the results, y'all, are amazing and smells good. Everyone loves a good smelling product. For more information on Hadassah Hair Incorporation and where you can get these products, head on over to Facebook and Instagram and search up Hadassah Hair Inc. And also, if you are interested in purchasing these products, head on over to HadassahHairInc.com. Hadassah is spelled out H-A-D-A-S-S-A-H. All right, family and friends, I am so glad to be back with you all today. This is a much needed conversation that has been heavy on my heart. And I'm pretty sure that I am not the only one that is dealing with ugly things in my life um, or has dealt or seen situations that were not pretty at all. And as you can tell by the title of this episode, it's about to get ugly. But I don't want to frighten you from that by saying that my prayer is that by the end of this episode that we are able to acknowledge what has happened in certain situations and that we understand and see that God can still get glory out of those things that are hard to look at. Now, I, I encourage you all to not just listen, but to participate in this particular episode because spectating ain't gonna really help, but participation will definitely bring you to the forefront of confronting and dealing with your own situations. <clears throat> I want us to take a moment, sit in a moment and think about ugly situations we've been in 
whether if they were in the past or if they were recent, if they're fresh, I want you to take a second and just think about what that moment is. Where were you? What were you doing? What did it feel like? How much pain was there for you? How many times have you cried about it? Even if you're still crying about it. I want you to remember the hard times to where it was so difficult to even sleep at night sometimes. When I reflect on a particular ugly moment that I've had, a situation that I could not help, I said, God, how are you going to fix this? It got so bad and so far out of my hands. Lord, how on earth are you going to fix my situation? And you may be wondering the same thing, like, As sovereign as God is, I want to encourage us as we continue to go through this episode that God sees beyond what we see. In a moment, we may see a situation that is beyond us, above us, and it's hard for us to gain control. But I want to remind us that God is in control. And I'm even just reminded that For me, I'm a person naturally, I like to take charge of things. There have been plenty of situations in my life to where I was like, God, I want you to do and fix this situation like this. And I want you to do that. And I want you to use this person. And I want it to come out a certain way. But I have to learn and I'm still learning that I can't tell God what to do. Why? Because his ways are higher than my ways. His thoughts are deeper and more complex than my thoughts would ever be. I can't tell God how to fix my situation when he sees the future. And sometimes I even got to a point to where I had to accept the fact that some things have to get ugly in order for it to become beautiful. You may wonder, God, why did you allow this sickness to take over my body? Why did you allow, you know, me to lose my job knowing that I have to take care of a family and rent is expensive in the area that I live? Why did you give me the family that I am in? Today, I want to share with you a Bible story that I feel like does not give get enough attention and has not really been expanded and dug into as much as we all need to receive. Um, In the book of Genesis chapter 34, there is a story of Joseph. If you have been in Sunday school, grew up in church, you know, Joseph in the, in the coat of many colors, but I really want to dissect Joseph's life in the things this man went through. Joseph had a very, the beginning of his life was really ugly, but I want to use Joseph's story to encourage somebody that your ugly situation, God can get glory out of it. 
and there can be beauty extracted from it. So the story of Joseph, you don't know, head on over to Genesis 34. If you have the Bible app, press play. You can actually listen to the audio. It is a great story. I encourage you to do it after you listen to this podcast. But Joseph was the youngest of his brothers. Joseph had many brothers and um, he was the youngest. Not only was he the, he the youngest, but he was the favorite Joseph's father favored and loved Joseph more than his brothers. Why? Because God gave Joseph to his father, Jacob, in his old age. This man was able to have, you know, his last son really late in life. And that was a blessing to him. And he loved his son more than his other sons. But the issue with that is that Joseph's brothers were very jealous. They hated him. The Bible says that they didn't like him so much. They couldn't even fake the phone. They could not even speak with well, the Bible actually said they couldn't speak kind words of him. But to paraphrase, they couldn't even act like they liked his, like their brother because of the hatred and the jealousy was so strong on them that they were bound to that. The hate for Joseph grew and it grew to where Joseph was, God gave Joseph a a gift and his gift was to dream. Joseph was a dreamer. Joseph would have dreams and was able to interpret a dream. That is a spiritual gift that his brothers didn't have. And even that they were jealous of. Joseph had a dream of his brothers bowing down to him. And he told them about the dream. They were so upset that they planned to kill him. They was like, you know what? You tripping. We don't even like you already. You coming to us talking about we're going to bow to you one day. Who do you think you are? So they plotted to kill him. Joseph was going through the wilderness to find his brothers. They set him up and they threw him in a cistern, which is a pit down, way down into the ground in the wilderness, thinking that, you know what? He's going to be in the cistern. He's going to die. There may be times in your life that you feel like situations and even people throw you down in the pit. And I will be the first one to admit that I myself have felt like I have been thrown into the pit. And why would God allow this? Stick with me. Let's get through this story. So they see um, these slave traders. They're passing through the wilderness and they say, you know what? Let's just sell him off. So they get the attention of the slave traders. They say, hey, I can trade my brother as your slave for 20 pieces of silver. They agreed and they traded him or sold him off into slavery. Yo, that is so crazy. His blood brother's hated him so much that they sold him off into slavery for 20 pieces of silver, 20 pieces of silver equivalent to our money 
it's $20. You sell your brother for $20? I mean, you can't even, come on. <laughs> that is absolutely ridiculous <clears throat> that you would be so spiteful and hateful of him that you would sell him off. They took um, the coat that his father gave him and they dipped it in blood, a sheep's blood. And they brought it back to the father and said, you know what? It looks like your son has been killed by a wild animal. And his father grieved so much. When Joseph was sold into slavery, as terrible as that sound, as terrible as that sounds, God was still with him. No matter what situation that you're in, whatever pit people threw you in, God is still with you. Joseph ends up um, as a slave and he's working for a slave master and he finds favor with his slave master. And so he's put over, you know, the household and the household is receiving all these blessings and something goes down at the house to where the, the master's wife lies on Joseph. Joseph ends up in prison. He's locked up at this point for being falsely accused of rape. And even in the prison, Joseph found favor with the prison guards. I don't care what it is. If you have the favor of God on your life, he will. I mean, there's, there's no losing. Even though your situation is ugly, there is no losing with him. And there's another thing I want to stop, stop by and say that people think the favor of God is money and cars and houses and glitz and glamour and gold. No, the favor of God will have people hating on you. The favor of God had Joseph sold off into slavery for $20. The favor of God had Joseph in the pit. The favor of God left Joseph in prison. But the difference is that God never left him. Watch how God works. Joseph is in prison. He has favor with the prison, with the prison guards. And these two prisoners um, that worked for Pharaoh, right? They worked for Pharaoh and they were thrown into prison and they were having these crazy dreams. Remember, Joseph was a dreamer. No one was able to interpret these dreams, but Joseph. So they told him his dreams. The dreams happened just like he said, because God gave him that gift. So it ends up that those that um, one of the prisoners was released back to Pharaoh and Pharaoh started having these crazy dreams as well. And in his dreams, the, the, the prisoner that worked for Pharaoh said, you know what, when I was locked up, there was this guy that interpreted my dreams verbatim and everything he said came to pass. So Pharaoh was like, cool. Bring him here. I need him to interpret this dream. And so Joseph was brought to Pharaoh, the ruler of Egypt. And he interpreted his dreams. And he told Pharaoh that Egypt was going to endure seven years of prosperity. But after those seven years, there were going to be another seven years of desolation, of famine. This famine was going to be so bad that the good years that they had wasn't even going to be remembered. Sounds like COVID-19 to me, but you know what? We going to, you know, stay in his word. Let God work through you and let him speak. 
So Pharaoh was so impressed by how God used Joseph to interpret his dream. He said, you know what? You're going to be a ruler. You're not going to be over me, but you're going to be a tear under me. And everybody in Egypt is going to have to bow and submit to what you have to say. So Joseph goes from being sold off into slavery, a prisoner, to now being one of the top rulers in Egypt. Look how God turned it around. The seven years of prosperity happened. Everyone was cool. Joseph, during that time, gathered wheat and gathered a whole bunch of things just to store up for the famine, right? So after those seven years, the famine came. People from all over, different nations were coming to Egypt to get the things that Joseph stored out. So he was, you know, distributing different, you know, foods. Guess who pulled up to Joseph? After so many years, his brothers, his brothers were sent by their father to get grain, food, whatever they needed to survive. Joseph recognized them immediately. Y'all, I'm going to pause right here. And I want to ask you a question. If God delivered you from your ugly situation and brought you your enemies to your face, what would you do? Joseph had an option to be in his flesh or to be obedient to the spirit of God. When his brothers pulled up, they bowed before him, asking for food. Just like Joseph told them years ago. Remember when Joseph told them that they were going to bow to him and they got offended? It happened in that moment. And so Joseph gave them the runaround. He put them in jail for, for in prison for, for three days, told them to go back and forth to their houses. And it was, y'all need to read it. But Skipping to the to the to the latter part of the story, when Joseph finally revealed himself to his brothers, their hearts were so sorrowful. They knew that what they did to their brother was wrong. And the fact that Joseph gave them money, gave them food. And not only that, but Joseph sent for all of their family, their children, their wives, their possessions, and brought them back to Egypt and said, you know what? I want you to stay here with me and eat good of the land. And I want you to get all these resources that I have. That is absolutely a God thing. I was about to say it's crazy, but it's a God thing. When you are faced with an ugly situation and people have done you wrong, literally wanted to take your life, sold you off into slavery, disowned you. I mean, you can think of how many people have wronged you. You can think about it. And were they wrong? Yeah. But it is how you respond. It's how you respond. And I want to remind you all 
that God can take something so ugly and pull something beautiful out of it. He really can. Life happens to all of us, but it is the way that we respond that makes all the difference. Romans 8 and 28 says, and we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God to them who are called according to his purpose. When God says all things, he means all things. The life that you live is not just for you, but the life that you live is a testimony for somebody else to pull them through. My testimony it's not only for me, but it's for every listener that is listening to the things that I say, for every person that I pass on the street that I share with, that'll pull them through. And let me tell you, Joseph's testimony is pulling me through right now. I have been faced with some challenging things recently. And as I am sharing a message of hope with you, I am sharing and receiving the same message to myself. This is not from me, but this is from God. And I really want to encourage all y'all that no matter the violation, no matter the offense, no matter the pain, I'm not saying it doesn't matter. It definitely does. But there is nothing that God can't take and use and turning around for your good. There is nothing he can't take or use to bring him glory. God is good. He is good. No matter what our situations are, you can trust God even when things get ugly. Amen. All right, y'all. This is the portion that we are going to enter into prayer. The people's prayer. I absolutely love this part to where we can just go before the throne of grace. And this time, I really want you all to pray. Even as I'm praying, I want you to pray out loud and really connect with the Father. Um, with all hearts and minds clear, Father God, thank you for being good. Thank you for being just. Thank you, God, for even the challenging things in our life, our lives that we don't understand, that we can't comprehend. We don't know why it's happening to us. But God, we thank you for it anyway. You said in all things, give thanks. Lord, I'm praying right now that you give us the patience and the understanding that you will work things out for our good. No matter the situation or circumstance, you have never left us and you will never leave us nor forsake us. I'm praying for each person right now that is facing an ugly situation. It doesn't look good. It ended real bad. Some relationships were tarnished. But God, I'm praying right now that the miracle that you performed for Joseph, that you do it for my dear brother and sister. God, I'm praying that we hold on to you tightly and not forget that all things work together for our good. 
it is for our good, even though it is ugly. God, I'm praying that you give us strength and faith enough to go through these challenges. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, y'all, that is the word on the street for this week. I am so glad that you joined me. I'm so glad that you stayed and listened to what the Lord had to say. If you know somebody that needs to hear this message, I highly encourage you to share it with them and allow them to experience Joseph's blessing and his testimony. Um, Y'all, if you have any questions or topics of discussion that you would like to hear on this show, Unassociated has a new feature on the website. Head on over to unassociated.com slash ask Kendra. You can send in questions written out or you can send in an audio file. I would love to hear what you have to say. I would love to hear what you have to share. Y'all send it in. I am here for it all. If you want to keep up with Kendra, head on over to Instagram and follow me at underscore create with Kendra. That is underscore create with Kendra. Until next time, beautiful people. I love y'all so much. Y'all stay bright. Y'all stay beautiful. Y'all stay bold. Y'all stay in Christ. And until next time, be blessed.